everyone, and welcome back to the ICC podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Buchanan, and I'm actually so excited for today's episode. I have a lot of experience and thoughts on dating, um, and I'm just excited to share a few things and some quotes that I love, and hopefully you can come out of this episode with a little more help and advice that you are looking for. Um, so I'll just go ahead and get right to it because I feel like I have a lot to say, um, and just a lot of experiences that hopefully are helpful. Um, it's going to kind of be broken down into three areas. So I'm going to talk a little bit about dating and having lists and expectations. And then along with that, making decisions in dating, what true love really is and kind of to end how to move forward together dating and marriage, what it means to change together and and all of those great things. So starting off talking about expectations and dating, kind of that first stage of dating where you're going on first dates or maybe you've just met someone and you're going to start dating seriously. Um, I just have a few things that I feel like are applicable to everybody to some degree. Um, When I came over my mission, I remember being told like make a list and stick to it you know of things you want and don't want and that kind of stuff so I kind of did I made a little mental note things that I matter that I thought mattered to me and and whatnot and there were some core values which I just want to clarify right now at the very beginning I in no way shape or form am trying to tell someone to lower their standards And honestly, I'm a firm believer in having standards and, um, you know, having some core values that you really believe in. I don't believe in letting your standards be dropped for things like manipulation or anything that's hurtful to you or those around you. Um, And I especially believe in standing up for yourself. And so I just wanted to clarify, I'm not trying to tell anyone to lower their standards. However, Ever. When it comes to dating, I definitely think that there are certain expectations or ideas we have about our future spouse or the person we want to be with that can be dropped. Um, not necessarily your standards, but different characteristics or things that you picture as quote unquote the perfect husband or wife or whatever it is. Um, and so just some examples and some things to to consider when dating. Um, I think there were some times where I, you know, I came home from my mission and I had this list of, well, I want someone obviously who has a solid testimony and who wants to attend the temple regularly. And I had, I had those kind of ideas, but I also had these other expectations. Like, I don't know. And it wasn't even necessarily things I thought when I came home. These are some things that I thought even growing up, like I always thought I'd marry someone who played football in high school or, you know, little things like that. I always thought I'd marry someone with darker hair for some reason. And I always wanted to marry someone with blue eyes um, and someone who was taller and whatever it could be. You know, I had all these ideas of, of the person that I was going to marry. And Along with, you know, the spiritual side of it, having these these healthy habits, these spiritual habits, I also wanted someone who was fairly smart academically, and I wanted someone who knew how to fix cars and all these things because, you know, my dad could fix cars, and he was a handyman, and all my brothers were athletic, and they played football in high school, and 
and did wrestling and different things. So I had these ideas, right? Um, along with these other goals and standards. And so when I would go on dates with people, and I'm sure some of you can relate to this, um, I would go on dates and I had realized that this person didn't have this or this person didn't have this, like they didn't play football or they had brown eyes or whatever. And they weren't necessarily deal breakers, but sometimes I wouldn't go on second dates. This, I mean, this is going to sound so shallow, but I wouldn't go on second dates because they weren't my quote unquote ideal guy. Um, or maybe, you know, they had a solid testimony, but they were more into fashion than they were into sports and there's nothing wrong with that at all but that wasn't the person I thought I was gonna marry and that's not necessarily the things I always wanted and so I would just decline second dates because I was like sorry like I care more about your knowledge of cars than I do about your knowledge of shirts um and that that might sound super horrible but at the time that was what I thought I was looking for. I was looking for the guy that met my needs or, you know, had the things I wanted. And I think a lot of us actually do that in dating because I definitely had a lot of friends. We would talk about this and we all had our own little lists and preferences of things we liked and didn't like and preferred or or whatever it was. And um, I had one time I had a friend who really wanted to date a skater boy, you know? So if they weren't a skater boy, they weren't going to go on a date with her. And and we, we just kind of do this in dating because that's what we expect our, our best partner will be, right? We think that that is the kind of husband that we will vibe best with or the best wife that we'll get along most with or whatever it is. That's just what we think is the ideal future spouse for us because we think we know ourselves best, right? Well, I'm just here to tell you that you know, your expectations are not reality. And like I mentioned earlier, don't lower your standards, but the expectations you have that are um, materialistic things or maybe about people's upbringing, they're not always what's necessarily best for you. Um, You might think that's what's best for you because you know who you are and and your standards and how you grew up. But at the end of the day, um, you're going to be a different person in 10 years than you are now. So how are you really going to know what attributes you really need in the future. Sure, right now, Skater Boy might seem nice because he's really chill and relaxed and whatever, but in 10 years, maybe you want someone who's not so um, flexible or, I mean, that's not the best example, but at the end of the day, um, you don't necessarily know the person that's going to be best for you for forever. So then how do you make the decision? How do you decide who the best person is to marry and who you should date and and all of those things? Because you don't know what's going to happen in 10 years, right? Um, But what I will say is that not only can you counsel with God and not only should you counsel with God when it comes to dating, we're here to be co-creators with him, but you have the ability to use your agency to its fullest with another person. Um, what I mean by that is that you have to you have to be moving forward. There's the saying that God can't move a parked car. Elder Holland said that not making a choice is a choice. Um, you have to be making decisions and dating and going for things. But you get to decide that with other people when it comes to dating. You get to decide with someone are we going to keep dating or are we not or whatever? So I would just encourage you to utilize the power of making a decision with someone else instead of just on your own. Um, if you're really trying to make a decision, 
And then all uh, along with that, of course, as well, making a decision with God and remembering that he's not going to tell you everything to do and he's not going to make all of your decisions for you. You're here to use agency. In fact, I think um, dating is agency activated. Um, anything you do in dating is going to be making choices uh, moving forward in the the quicker you learn to make a choice with someone, the easier it's going to be when you're moving forward in life. Not that you have to even do everything that someone tells you to do. Of course, I'm not saying that I'm talking about making choices together. Um, so those are just a few things and a few perspectives of dating and the dating phases. And then as you're dating, it's important to remember that, um, those specific things that maybe matter most to you, those are those are when those things matter. When you're dating, you get to see um, how somebody reacts to those things or how well they really do read their scriptures or whatever it is that matters most to you. I'm just using these examples because this is stuff that matters to me. But um, just to share a personal experience to go along with kind of this whole thing. When I was dating Tayson, um, it kind of took us a while to get to the point where we were finally going to start dating and it was a little bit of a roller coaster. And then as we started dating, um, you know, at first we were pretty solid, but then for about a month and a half, honestly, I really struggled and I haven't told a lot of people this, so it's kind of funny, but I, I was trying to bait while we were dating I was debating like why am I dating this guy or you know what what is this gonna be moving forward um I just got so confused and conflicted because of this reason um I always had this idea of someone I was gonna marry like I mentioned earlier had this expectation and Tayson wasn't necessarily all of those things personality wise he was out of the ballpark like um he was so amazing, so hardworking and kind and Christ oriented and just like an amazing person. I never heard anyone say anything ill about him. And, and every time I would bring him up, people were like, that guy is awesome. And he really is. He's an amazing guy. And so he had, he had some, some things like that, his personality, everything about him was amazing, but he didn't have a lot of those other background ideas I had. He didn't play football in high school. Um, he, he knew a little bit about cars, but not a lot. Um, there are just, just a few things like that where I was like, I don't know. And, and another thing is he wasn't very social. Um, he can make friends easily, but he wasn't super outgoing. And I just always saw myself as someone who was super outgoing and knew a lot of people and, um, just was kind of that way. So it was, it was hard for me because he wasn't the person I always thought I'd end up with. And that might sound really silly now, but at the time it was really conflicting for me because it's a big choice, right? Choosing to get married is a big choice and, um, it's a lifelong eternal choice. And I didn't want to marry him just because he was a good person, which that might sound (laughs) kind of dumb right now, but honestly, I just didn't want to rely on those things because sometimes people change and personalities change and, and you never know. So Anyways, I was really conflicted, but during that whole time, I learned a lot of lessons. I learned that um, I didn't love Tayson for those superficial ideas I had always thought of, you know? I didn't love him and I didn't want to marry him because he played football in high school or because he was super social and outgoing or 
because he you know, knew a lot about cars or something. Those were none of the reasons that helped me decide that Taysom was the person I wanted to marry. It was because I could only really focus on the what he did have and who he really was that I was able to not only realize that that was the kind of person I wanted to marry, the real person I wanted to marry, um, but I also learned what love really was because I also was kind of confused at the time. Um, because I, I heard everywhere, like from all sources and everyone that gives me, that gave me advice at that time was telling me, you know, love is feeling butterflies or, um, knowing that you want to spend all of your time with them or love is being willing to change for that person. People were telling me all these things and I was like, I don't feel really a lot of that. I didn't feel butterflies necessarily every time Tasty and I were together. And I didn't always, um, want to change myself for him and do that and I I just didn't always want to spend my time with him like I still loved being with my friends sometimes and doing things with them and so so that was kind of hard because that's what everybody told me love really was and um so I was confused at that along with the other things I was thinking about the ideals that he wasn't and then after that whole month and a half of confusion and everything like I mentioned earlier I realized that who he was really mattered to me and his personality was enough for me and that I loved him because I saw him for who he really was and that's what true love was was seeing him through the savior's eyes being able to see that and know that he was amazing and want that um so not only being able to see him genuinely but also knowing that I would be willing to make sacrifices for him knowing that I would choose him over like materialistic and trendy things and you know the things that I thought mattered I was willing to give that up for him um, because I knew that what really mattered was something that he already held and I also was choosing that I was making the decision and using my agency saying that that is something I wanted in my life was who Tayson was and what he was and what he stood for and so when it comes to making decisions and dating and figuring out what true love is, I think it's important to not always listen to what everybody has to say all the time. Of course, you know, you seek counsel from from God and also your friends and you talk to your family and you hear all these things, which is great that people want to help. And you're listening to this podcast now, even getting advice or whatever. Um, but take what matters most to you and take what resonates with you. You know, not everyone's love is going to be the same. Oranges and bananas are both fruit, <laughs> but they both give us different things. Bananas carry the potassium and the oranges carry the vitamin C and they're both going to give us different things and you are going to receive and give love in different ways than your friends and those around you. So just make sure when you're dating that you're able to kind of decipher that and realize that, you know, what the world says is love is not love. But I would encourage you to study the Savior and the way that He shows love to others, but also the way that He shows love to you and the way that you show love to Him. Um, and that is going to tell you a lot more about true love and how to make that decision of who you really love and who you want to be with than anything else, really. So, um, remember that don't, you know, don't drop your standards, but remember that your idealistic ways of, of who you think your spouse is going to be may not be true. And you know, when I was dating Tayson, I realized that 
the person I really wanted to be with and the person who I felt like was going to be the best companion for a, for a long period of time was the kind of person Taysen was and not necessarily the person I always thought I'd marry. So just kind of keep that in mind, but also keep in mind the importance of seeing people for who they really are instead of those those other ideas you have in your head and trying to figure out <coughs> with God, co-creating with him and also with the person you're dating, what steps you want to take in the future. Um, just kind of the last little bit and the last little thing I want to talk about is dating and marriage and how to move forward together and using your agency in the best way. I remember um, as we were getting engaged, I one time I was talking to my grandma on the phone and I was just going over the things I really loved about Tayson and just how I wasn't sure moving forward what the next step was really going to be or how fast we'd move. And my grandma just told me once that, uh, quote, time will, t- time will tell, end quote. So, if, I mean... If all else fails, being together will kind of show you who someone is too. And um, sometimes you just have to wait things out. Just remember that. Sometimes you just have to learn to be patient. Um, But don't forget that you still have the agency. You have the ability to choose what you want. Um, When you're married, I think it's important that you remember the importance of dating not just going on actual dates but why you date you date to get to know someone and once people get married they have this idea that like oh well I chose this person and we're together and and that's that and you know Tayson's great and this is what I know about him and I just we're married now so obviously I know a lot about him and (laughs) I don't know you you kind of get this idea that you really know the person you're with which is true because you're you're married but also think about how much you learn in one day or how much happens to you in one day and think about how much happens to you in one year you don't think you're gonna change and grow and learn um you're gonna change a lot and you're gonna improve and you're gonna make choices and do things and so it's important to remember that you and your spouse are constantly changing and it's important to constantly be trying to get to know one another and um it just never ends it's an eternity of a friendship and so remember that that it doesn't end right when you get married that you can continue to date in the sense that yeah going on dates is great but also continue to get to know your spouse and learn about them and change together and learn new things together or make goals um and do those things um I remember even this is kind of a a random thought but also when Taysen and I were about to get married I remember thinking back on this whole experience of the dating phase and the first date to the boyfriend girlfriend to now and just thinking about how I had changed even in that time period and everything. And I remember telling Taysen one time and <laughs> it's really cheesy. I, I just a disclaimer, I do not like cheesy things. I'm like not a cheesy person. Um, and I don't really love hearing all the cheesy things. It's kind of a joke in our relationship, but, uh, it was like maybe a week before we got married or I don't even know, but I just told him, you are not really the the typical list that I had. Like the list of 
what I had for a future husband does not really fit your description. I just kind of said that to him and he was like, what the heck? We're getting married. Um, But then I just said that you kind of became my list and you added to my list more than I could have even written on there. And what you are and what you stand for is the list I wish I just had always had. And I mean, you know, I think that's something that's really important to remember that you want someone who's going to add value to your life just as much as you'll add value to yours and while it's really important to have standards and I mean we all have different backgrounds so there's going to be different things that matter to each of us and I think it's important to hold on to those but I also believe that that there are some ways we're taught especially in the world to view other people and to view love and view these different things and that those kind of need to be taken down a little bit and that you don't have to have a perfect spouse and you don't have to have the bikini body wife or the you know the model husband or whatever I don't know you know there's different things that matter to different people I don't know but I just think that um what matters most really is who someone is and and being able to see them for who they are, especially when it comes to dating, is something that's really an important skill to have, especially when you're going on these first dates and you're getting to know someone. Um, that's the whole point of dating is you're getting you're trying to get to know someone. And maybe on a first date, you really realize like, you know, this person's really not for me or their attitude about life was really negative. But I also think that there's more to a person than 40 minutes. And if you really try to get to know someone, there's a lot of things that's, that can surprise you. Not that you have to go on multiple dates with every person and and it's going to work out magically um, down the road if you keep dating or whatever. I don't know. But just, just remember that people are people. They're not objects. And... Um, Dating is just one aspect of life that you get to learn more about and and enhance. And it's a skill, you could say to some degree, um, the social skills that you learn from dating, I guess. Um, but just remember to stay positive and continue to move forward. That dating is just a learning opportunity. And if you're tired of all those first dates, you're not the first or the last. And if you're single and just hoping and yearning for a spouse, you know, no one's going to understand your experiences better than the Savior. But it also makes me think of that line from Adjusting to Missionary Life. <laughs> I can't believe I remember this. But um, there's a section where it talks about going home or feeling homesick. And it says to say out loud to yourself, you know, if I was still home, I'd still have to be making decisions and or hard decisions or whatever it was. And and that goes, I feel like for sure in marriage and being single, if I was single, I would still have to be going through hard things. And if I was married, I would still have to be going through hard things. So just remember that moving forward. And, um, thank you guys for listening today. I hope that some of what I said was a little bit helpful or a little eye opening in a different way. Um, there's definitely so much more that could be said about dating and and whatnot and using your agency in dating and, and counseling with God in dating. And there, there really is so many things. But if you have any questions or even comments, or if you have something that you want to talk about more of that I mentioned today, 
please don't hesitate to message me on social media at the eyes to see podcast on facebook and the eyes to see on instagram um thanks for tuning in this week and i will see you guys next week